0: This is the last letter, the Isata, that the Rebbe sent all the Jewish people. And the setup of the year, the Rebbe sent the letter is the same as this year. And this letter was sent on Saturday night. Shabbos, Parshas Shavu'el, Chol Ha'afalofel. Shabbos, Slichos, Tavshon on Ha'af, Brooklyn, New York. It on the twenty-first of Elul. Shabbos, which Shabbos is Slichos? El Bnei Bnei Sichach, Chumak Mashiach. To the sons and daughters of Israel, wherever they are. Hashem Aleim Nishku, God bless you all. Shalom greetings and blessings. Reviyenu Moshavas Kedesh, coming from this Shabbos. Bo Nikras Berabim Parshas Tavi Loredz, where we read in public Parshas Kisavai, and if Tachas Mitzvahs Bikurim and Pratam the Rabim Avos the Parsha begins with the Mitzvah of the first fruits, and many details about how to bring those fruits. Hariza Asmana Masim, this is an appropriate time. Achra Apsichu ubracha the appropriate time after first giving a bracha bracha which is appropriate the time that we're in to be written and sealed for good and have a good sweet ear so after beginning with a bracha it's appropriate time to talk in more detail to, to what was mentioned briefly in the previous letter about the mitzvah of the first fruits. In the previous letter, the Rebbe spoke about how the mitzvah of is the idea of expression of gratitude. And how the appropriate preparation for the coming year is by focusing on Hashem's constant kindness. And by thinking about Hashem's constant kindness, that makes you want to live in sync with what Hashem wants. Way you, want, you want to live the way Hashem wants you to live, because He's giving you everything. And by feeling Hashem's smile and kindness to you, that makes you want to reciprocate. So that's the theme of the mitzvah ikurim that you see how God blessed you with so much such an abundance of fruit, that you go and you not just say to yourself in your heart, Wow, thank you to Hashem, you actually go with your fruit to the of Migdash and you express gratitude to Hashem. So this theme of gratitude, the theme of the Mitzvahikurim is the recognition of that God's blessing is what brought a Jew to have the abundance of produce and fruit in his field. And therefore he gives to God the first of all the fruits of the, of the ground. From the first and from the best of his fruits. And he thanks Hashem for all of his kindness. A Jew has a constant feeling of thanks to Hashem for his kindness. There's an amazing teaching of the Sfas We say in, in davening and before before Minchan and Shabbos, thank Hashem for His kindness and for His miracles to people. Miracles, miracles in the plural, uh, that that He gives to people. So it should have said, thank Hashem for His kindnesses, because at the end of the pasuk is, thank Hashem for His miracles in the plural. And Sfas says, once you start noticing one act of God's kindness, when you pay attention to one, it makes you realize that everything around you is a miracle. When you, when you focus on what God is giving you, it makes you realize everything. So, so the mitzvah is recognizing Hashem gave you all the produce of your field. And that's what a Jew always feels. A Jew always feels gratitude to Hashem for his kindness. We're in the top of the second page. The Chaim chayim, you feel gratitude to Hashem for all the kindness Hashem gives you in all areas of life, in children, health, and pranasa. And the details and the details within those details of each of those areas of life. As we say every day in our prayers, three times a day, Thank you for our lives, which are delivered into your hand, and for your wonders, and for your kindnesses at all times, evening, morning, and afternoon. It's clear that the Rebbe translates this differently than the way Avnisa Mendel translates in the Siddur, not that the Rebbe necessarily disagrees, but that there's different ways of translating those words in them. One way to translate it, as, he, as a Mendel's language translates in the Siddur is, we thank you, Hashem, for your miracles and wonders three times a day. But the Rebbe says, we're thanking Hashem for all the kindnesses that He gives us all day, evening, morning, and afternoon. al more, even among non-Jews, Who believe and recognize that God is the creator of the world and that God is the one who conducts all everything that's happening in the world, they also and that's the way non-Jews should be. And that's the way they will be in the fullest measure when the world will be the way it needs to be. Every creature will know that you made it. Everything that has an neshama will say. In its, everything that has an ashama in its nostrils will say, "Hashem, the God of Israel, is the King, and His sovereignty extends upon all." That's the way the world's supposed to be. That's what we ask that that should happen. Or Hashem 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 should reveal His sovereignty to the whole to the whole world, so that everyone recognizes that the Eishim made them. By non-Jews, we also find that they thank Hashem for their food and similar things that they do to express gratitude to Hashem. So it's not only Jews do this, but this is something that non-Jews do as well. In that mitzvah, there's an expression of a deeper sense of gratitude and a more all-encompassing sense of thanks to Hashem. How is it deeper and more encompassing? Because number one, a Jew expresses his feelings of thanks for Hashem to Hashem for the for the abundance that God gave him. Not only with his words, he expresses this in a stronger way with his actions. He takes his first and best fruits. He takes the best fruits, he brings them to the Ebrester, and he leaves them in the place of the Beis Hamikdash. He leaves them before God. See so that expresses even more how he doesn't just recognize that God brought it to him, but that even now that he has it, it belongs to God. This is God's fruit. By bringing and giving the best and the, and the most beautiful things he has to God, <speaking in Spanish> that action of bringing it and giving it, you see in the Jew, it's a reflection of the concept to Hashem belongs to earth and everything in it. <speaking> in <Spanish> things, per se, because you got to take care of everyone around you, everyone that needs help and food and, and just livelihood, so how do you get to that point of having parenthetical nice things, because all that money should be going to help people around um the, the Alteb is speaking about how when someone else is starving and you're focusing on your nice things, but a, a, but a person realizes, a, a person who is thinking about those words of Tanya Probably realize probably has a sense of gratitude for everything Hashem gives and probably feels whatever he has already is beautiful. Anyways, <speaking in Hebrew> that everything belongs to Hashem. A Jew is not satisfied with recognition that everything he that he, he got he got because God's kindness and God's bracha. <speaking in Hebrew> by bringing the first fruits, by bringing the first fruits, he he expresses. <speaking in Hebrew> It, even after getting this abundance, it all still belongs to Hashem. Because he realizes that it all belongs to Hashem, he brings the best fruits and he leaves them and he brings them to, to, to Hashem. It remains in the domain of Hashem. Yeah. That's the theme of the Tzibikurim. In the previous letter, the Rebbe said that the parallel for this in our lives is that we act and we speak in a way that expresses our gratitude to Hashem. You can see the person has gratitude to Hashem for what he has by the way he acts and the way he speaks. Yehudim, Next page. It's known the Jews are, Jews are called. Now the Rebbe taking this deeper in it and saying not just we should act like the Bikurim, we should act as if we are bringing the Bikurim. The previous letter, the Rebbe says, act as if you're bringing the first fruits. In this letter, the Rebbe is going to take this To a whole different level and say, You are the fruits. I want that begins when you're supposed to be fruit ninja. You should throw him fruits and he should, whatever. Not really relevant. So it's known the Jewish people are called the first fruits. As it says in the Passock, I have seen you like a ripening uh, fig, I have seen your forefathers. Why are they call the first fruits? Because they are the first thing that exists in the world. They exist before all creatures in the world and they're higher than all creatures of the world. God's thought about the Jewish people preceded any other thought. The Jewish people are the whole goal of the entire creation. As the Pasuk... Uh, it says, in the beginning, God created the world. And the Gemara says, what's the meaning of B'raishis? So that the world was created for the Jewish people who are called B'raishis. They're called the first. The, the world. Why is there a creation? Why is there Barah? It's because of B'raishis. Because there is the Jewish people who Hashem thought about before anything else. This applies to every individual Jew. To men, women, and children. As the Gemara says, why did God create Adam? By Himself. Because God wants each of us to realize that the whole world was created for one person. And so too, I have to realize that the whole world is just created for me. Everyone has to say that that's the truth. How could the whole world be created for Dr. Bressman and also be created for me at the same time? Okay, it's a bit of a paradox. But that's the truth. The whole world is created for me. Geshem <laughs> just like the first fruits have to be brought to Jerusalem and placed in the temple before the altar of God that's where the first fruits have to be brought that's the way that has to be by the Jewish people since they are the first fruits of the world the true place of, of the Jewish people the true place of every single Jew is before God in the temple. That's your place. Where do you belong? You're the first fruits. Where the first fruits go? You belong in the temple in the base of The main existence of a Jew is Neshama, is Which is an actual part of God. That's who you really are. Because of this, every Jew, in any situation you may find himself, he is connected and he's attached to God. Therefore, he should be found before Hashem, your God. That's where he should be. Where should you be? You should be before Hashem. Because, that's, because who are you? You are a part of Hashem. And therefore, where do you belong? You belong in the of English. You're the first fruits of the world. You existed before anything else. And the whole world was created for you. And... Just like the first fruits were brought in the temple, so you, you have a part, you're part of God in you, and that's who you are. That's, that's the main thing in you, is the part of God in you. Therefore, where you belong, you belong in the base of English. This idea has to permeate and fill the life of a Jew, the entire life of a Jew. It has to fill a Jew both in a general way, I guess that means. In your perspective of life and, and the, the general atmosphere that you, you live in, the, the air that you breathe, and that, that, that's kind of air that you should breathe. That I am the first fruits of Hashem, I belong, I, I need to be in the holy place of, with Hashem, and that has to affect every detail of your life. A Jew has to feel that every detail of his life is the first fruits of God. In other words, it's not, now I'm taking this a step further. Not just saying your identity is the first fruits of Hashem. For until now, we said, the first point we said in the previous letter was that Jew expresses his gratitude to Hashem, and therefore he, whatever he does, is it's as if he's bringing the Like people in California, they're always acting. Even, when they, even when, they walk, when they walk out of their car and they get gas, they're always like moving a certain beat in a certain rhythm. But they never notice that. Anyways, so everyone's always, everyone, everyone's always on stage. So the Rebbe says, a Jew has to always be on the stage of, I'm bringing Bikuram to I, I am expressing thanks to Hashem. Every movement of the Jew should express thanks to Hashem. That's a previous letter. In this letter, the Rebbe takes us a first step further and he says, you are the first fruits. And since you're the first fruits, where do you belong? You belong in the temple. Now the Rebbe says what that means. What does that mean that you belong in the temple? It doesn't just mean that you as a Jew in general belong in the temple. That means that every detail of your life belongs in the temple not only while you were immersed in godly matters next page not only when you're involved in learning even when you're involved in mundane things when you're involved in getting in your business similar things since these are the mundane matters of a Jew they also are connected to the first fruits. Since they belong to you, they are part of the first fruits. And therefore, they have to be done with, if they permeated with the fullest and highest measure of kedusha, of holiness and exaltedness. Whatever is done in front of Hashem obviously should be done with the greatest measure of exaltedness and holiness. And since whatever you're doing is part of the first fruits of a Jew, that's, so therefore whatever you're doing has to be done with the highest level of exaltedness and holiness. Uh, and even if we're talking about one solitary thought, one solitary word, one solitary action, in comparison to all the many thoughts you say and all the many words you you, you speak and all the many actions you do. So this seems to be like what does? Why does this thought matter? I'm going to have this thought, and who cares? I'm, I'm going to say this. And who cares? I'm going to do this. And who cares? This is just one out of millions of things that I'm going to say and think in my life. But when you think appropriately, this thought, this word, this action is also part of the first fruits. This is also one of the first fruits that brought that's brought before Hashem. And how the koin who will be in those days, is paying attention to every movement. You're going to bring these first fruits to Hashem, and the koin who will be in that time that you're living in, he is paying attention to every one of your movements. The Rebbe said that when Mashiach will come, the Frisic Rebbe is going to look at us, and, and, and we're going to want to feel that we did something that, that, that makes sense, that that fits, that fits in. So when you realize that everything that you're doing and saying is being is supposed to be in the base of Megdash and how God Himself and the coin who will be in those days pays attention to your every movement, so certainly you'll make an effort and a courageous effort, a strong effort, lover that everything, even if it's the smallest thing, call prato prasha every single detail of your behaviour, ya will be done with the greatest care and attention. Follow or no follow? No. I'm a fruit. Right. You're a fruit, not only you a fruit. Everything you say is fruity. Everything you think is fruity. Everything you think is a fruit, and the fruit belongs to the Mesa English. And since it, it belongs to you, it's part of your fruit. This is your. That's your stem. That's your whatever. It's part. It's part. It's part of you, and therefore it belongs to the English. And it's and it's 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 a gift. that's supposed to be meant to be given to God. In other words, even though it is yours, you have to understand, you have to give yourself back to Hashem. It's not just a, oh, thanks God, I got the candy, i You are the first fruits of the world. The whole world is created for you. You're the first fruit of, of, of Hashem. It, it, it's not only that Hashem, you belong to Hashem, the whole world belongs to Hashem. It's not just you belong to Hashem. It's that you are the most precious thing in the world. God created the world for you, mm-hmm. and therefore, where do you belong? You belong in the in the Beis You are a part of God. So the topic, that means you got to look at your gross, see if you've given ten percent of that to tzedakah at the end of the year, and call it a day. Um, What's the base itself. <laughs> I I think you got the subliminal message thing yesterday. Uh, um, you are you, saying every word I'm saying you feel I'm trying to fundraise from you, right? Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> 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 what what is, is it <laughs> <you're laughs> <to watch> It's <laughs> only nine to oh, seven percent. <laughs> oh, it's, okay. it's definitely bit a, it's a fill in booth that when you open up the trunk of the Tesla and it pops out and it's like, <laughs> it's a it says and go go ludicrous. Go ludicrous <laughs> <dress boots laughs> <to fill laughs> You go to like every little tie no, and you're like you're You just do, 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 it do it like, like with the chauffeur. You wanna you wanna race in the car you gotta put on to fill in every day for a week and send selfies. And then and then you get to the race uh, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, Race them to work made a party for hundred and eighty days. And ever since we they you shouldn't the they, they shouldn't lower the bar. You should you you just like made a party that a way a kin a party for hundred and eighty days or half of your party. So too, when a Jew has done some, something to Abish, he, has, he should really he shouldn't measure it according to what he did last year. He should he shouldn't be like the 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 uh, the elephant that's walking around. It sounds like a pitch right now. Th- that's one. Th- what you're saying is you saying is correct. That, that oh. that's true. What you're saying. On the other hand, the what the Rebbe is saying is here is something else besides that. In addition, that's true too. The Rebbe is speaking about the things which you think are not significant. The things that you know are significant that you knew before you learned the letter. There was saying to you, even those things that you think like, which aren't significant. You have to pay attention to those because they're part of your gift to Hashem. Uh, I don't know about you, but I, I feel like a lot of times the Ebrish like uh, like tries to give me a message like, why are you thinking that? He tries to redirect my thoughts from thinking things that I shouldn't be thinking, things which are, whether they're, they're sad thoughts or whether they're they're whatever worrisome, worrisome thoughts, whatever. I feel like the Ebrish like, that's like sometimes like. Like, wake up. So so the Avishah cares about our thoughts, even even our thoughts he cares about. Even he helps us with not just... Remember, remember when a uh, uh, few months before Chaimushka was born and the pregnancy was a little bit scary. So, uh, very scary. So I, I and I already got a brach from the Rebbe. I opened, opened, the Rebbe, opened the Rebbe's letters again. And the Rebbe says, this you write about the pregnancy. And you write about how you worried. The more you'll think good, and the more you'll be happy, the more you'll see faster how things are good. And in other words, the doctors will also tell you good news. And, and so that, that, made, that made me a little bit shicker. I wasn't, I wasn't just happy. I was, I was, I was Baruch Hashem. It made me a little drunk with happiness. Like, take that thought, throw it on the ground, and you jump on it. Beh, 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 beh. Uh, Zev, Zev, Zev is mixing six different classes together as usual. <laughs> All right. So so the point is, the Abisha cares about our thoughts, and he helps us with our thoughts. And so, so you can imagine that Abish, when you have thoughts which aren't the way they're supposed to be, the Abishah cares about those thoughts. The Ram says about it. The Ram says the hardest thing to, to fix are your thoughts. Because you think, that what I've heard that I do, I just was thinking, and who knows what I was thinking. But the Ram says that the words you say, the things you think about, they, they belong, there. they are given, they, they are going to be, they go. Where do your thoughts go? Your thoughts go into the temple. the to Hashem. Let's read further. As we see by the actual midst of the first fruits the offering of these first fruits was done with a lot of attention and care. The whole prato every detail of bringing those first fruits to Hashem involved care, attention. In the very first step when the fruit was ripening, a person goes down to his field and he sees a fig has ripened, he ties a cord around it, as a sign says, this should be given as a first fruit. And he gathers the fruits. And he carries it himself the entire way. Until he brings it in an adorned basket. He brings it to the temple with the, the, all the details that the Ramam says that they all, they want they, they, to go their basket and they sing, and each village they stop and they, everyone comes out to greet them. And it's a whole simcha or bringing the first fruits to Hashem. In addition to the great feeling of responsibility and caution and care that every Jew feels because he's bringing his first fruits to Hashem, he is full of tremendous joy for his great fortune that he merited by divine providence to be God's first fruits. And he is, has the great fortune of bringing himself. And bringing all his thoughts, all his words, and all his actions, and giving them to Hashem, he was lucky enough to be able to give this gift to God. This is where we find the great celebratory um, process of actually bringing the Bikurim to Hashem. During the whole time they were walking to Jerusalem, they would say these words: "I rejoice." When they told me, I rejoiced when they told me, let's go to Jerusalem. When they got to Jerusalem, they got to the Temple Mount, instead of going to the Waldorf and checking in, what they do? Every one of those bringing the first fruits would take the basket and they put it on their shoulder. And they would praise God. They would say, They would say that paragraph before that whole paragraph. They would put it on their shoulders, praise God, Every soul praise God. And you can imagine how their simcha increased when they actually arrived in the base of English. they placed the fruits before Hashem's altar. Then the Torah says you should say loud and clear and joyfully the parshabi kurim. Then they said loud and clear with great joy this section of the Torah of thanking Hashem for the fruits. We see but we said till now. Adds a tremendous amount of joy in the avod of a Jew during the month of El, which is the time of Chajma Nefesh for the past year, and time preparation for the coming year, which is coming upon us and all the Jewish people for good and for blessing. When a Jew feels himself, God's closeness, I am to my beloved, and my beloved is to me. And the famous Mashal of the, the Altarebe, at the Eibishter, in the month of El, treats every Jew like a king who goes out to a field. And he greets everyone there with a beautiful face and shows everyone a smiling face. When a Jew feels this closeness of Hashem, that arouses in the heart of a Jew a doubled inspiration. On the one hand, he feels that he needs to try as hard as he can in making his calculation, in making his preparation, by bettering every detail and all the details of what he's doing in serving Hashem, in his Torah, in his prayer, in his kindness, as they should be in sync to someone who merited such an outstanding closeness to the king of all kings, Hashem. So you really want to try as hard as you can to do things right, think, considering that he was, was merited to have such an outstanding closeness to Hashem. Together with this, together with the feeling of like, I should, I should, I should, I should, together with this, he also has a feeling of deep love for Hashem as expressed by the words I am to my beloved when he, when he gets and he feels the great warm smile of God for every Jew may it be Hashem's will that every single man and woman should use out these last special days of this special month the treasured month of Elul and of this treasured year of Teish in the fullest measure and we should merit immediately to come to the land of Israel the land that God give, will give you and you will inherit until every Jew will get his own portion in the land of Israel, and will actually bring the first fruits in a simple way, with great joy, in the temple, in the third temple, which will be built by God himself, and in the true and complete redemption from Mashiach Zakeno, may he come and redeem us, and lead us upright to our land, immediately mamish, with honor, with blessing, to be written and sealed for good, for a good and sweet year in everything. And the a signature.